Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Right, we've got a full full fixture list across all four leagues this weekend. Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two. Uh, very close to winning a treble last weekend, weren't we? Your treble in particular was very close. Um, just tell the profit chasers quickly how close you were. We you know we've had some bad luck this season, but this kind of just like tops the lot, I think. Yeah, uh, so pretty comfortable. Obviously, we'll review it a bit more later in the show, but you know, I had a 4-1 home win, a 5-0 home win, and Swansea against Reading. Uh, and Swansea conceded in the 95th minute to Reading. And I, I just... I honestly, I didn't know whether to smash my phone. Uh, I didn't know whether to jump out a window. I didn't know how to vent my frustration. But, <laughs> what, my God, I was, I was struggling. I was really struggling to digest that one. That one really stung, really stung. And, uh, yeah, very disappointing. We'll start with the Premier League then for this week's tips. As I say, full fixture list. We've got a lunchtime kickoff: Brighton against Spurs. Good God, Spurs! You know, in the in midweek they lost seven two to Brighton in the Champions League. Uh, they've not won away from home since January, I believe. Can they beat Brighton? Would you touch them at nineteen to twenty, or are we saying to everyone stay well away from Spurs on the road? No chance would I be going anywhere near them. I know Brighton have dropped off, haven't they? It's fair to say after their opening day uh, defeat to Watford, obviously now we're seeing at the time that looked quality, didn't it? But not much since and Watford, no wins in seven. So kind of knocks that victory down a bit. I think you just take a watching brief on this one. I honestly do. Do you trust Tottenham at 19 to 20? Not a chance. I'd rather pluck my eyes out. Yeah, honestly. Why would you? I look, just look at the state of them. Like, just forget the uh, forget the Champions League result, which was completely embarrassing. Um, you know, Southampton by all were probably the better side uh, in their last Premier League game. Before that, they went up to Colchester. Uh, before that, they uh, lost away at Leicester. They um, drew. Away at Olympiacos. Olympiacos, can I just add? I've got some players that couldn't get into Forest's team. So that kind of gives you a, an idea of where they're at. Yeah. And yeah, for me, for me, you know, it's, it's, it's a watching brief. And I honestly don't know where I would go. Completely agree. Sometimes the best bet is no bet. And that's certainly the case for this game. Um, we'll look at the three o'clock, Sam. So we've got four, Burnley-Everton, Liverpool-Leicester, Norwich-Villa, Watford-Sheffield United. Uh, personally, I think Norwich-Villa is going to be a very good game. The two recently mm-hmm. promoted sides going up against each other. It seems to be that Norwich's season is following a pattern of score plenty and win at home, put up a shit performance and lose away. Um, so in their home games this season, they beat Newcastle 3-1, beat Man City 3-2 and lost 3-2 to Chelsea. So plenty of goals there. 
scoring and conceding. Uh, it's just on the road where they've been particularly poor. They've lost their three. Um, sorry, they've lost all four of their away games in the Prem. I, I've actually got three things I think will happen here. You've got one. Ooh. I think Norwich will win on the nose, thirteen to ten. Two, I think you'll get both teams to score, which is one yep. to two, and combining them all together. I think you'll get Norwich win and both teams to score. That's eleven to four, so just under three to one. Yeah, agreed with the both teams to score. Uh, that's what I had wrote down. Um, I'm not as convinced as you are probably are with Norwich uh, getting the victory. I think you're. I think you're knocking knocking Villa a little bit. They've been decent without being amazing uh, since they've got promoted. Um, you know, uh, they've got goals in John McGinn. Jack Grealish is capable. Wesley's notched one or two. So uh, for, for me, I'm not 100% convinced by Norwich. I know what you're saying. The pattern, you know, if the, the pattern is followed, then yeah, Norwich should, Norwich should win this. But I don't know. I'm not as convinced as, uh, as others are, I don't think, by the, uh, by the Canaries. For me, the loss away at Palace was 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 quite telling for me as to where Norwich are. But anyway, we're allowed to disagree. No problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aston Villa played three away, lost three away, just throwing out there. Yeah, but you know, I just I I just I see enough. I see enough. And like I said, I'm not hundred percent convinced by Norwich, to be honest. Um I think a lot of people are getting wrapped into Timu Pukki and the Man City game, which is an amazing result, but I think there's a bit, a bit missing for Norwich for me as well. So, anyway, yeah. moving on. Okay. Um, I I want to have a look at Sheffield United, Tom. Um, Sheffield United away at Watford. Um, Sheffield United, all competitions haven't lost in any of their last six away games. Uh, obviously, they've had a couple of away games so far this season. They've beaten Everton. Yes, they were the, they were second best and they played on the break, but that's fine. Got them the victory. Uh, away from home, they drew to Chelsea 2-2. Uh, and obviously, on opening day, they scored in the 90th minute uh, by Billy Sharp, which again cost, cost me a bomb-proof treble um, to salvage a draw there. Watford, on the other hand, as we all know, Bottom of the league, changed their manager already, conceded 20 goals after seven games, zero wins. Uh, their last time out against Wolves didn't look like there was much new manager bounce. Is it new manager bounce with Flores? Can you say that or not? Whatever bounce, there's been no bounce. Yeah, this is like football manager when, you, when you're having a nightmare and you just re-add yourself. I feel yeah. like this is what this is. <laughs> With Flores. But uh, yeah, for me, it's a bold statement, but I've been really impressed by Sheffield United and I'll be the first person to admit that I thought they would get panned this season. They pushed Liverpool closer than anyone has this season. They're 5-2. to two. Would I be putting my mortgage on it? No. But do I think they'll win a game of football, you know, with a small stake, maybe in an acre? Yeah, I do. I do. Can see it. They're a very good price, aren't they? Five to two, if you fancy them. It's very, very good. And 
it does scare me a bit. Um, I'd be more inclined to look at the double chance market on this one. Uh, double chance, Sheffield United or draw. That's four to six. So obviously we're getting a lot less value on that, but um, we do have that safety net just in case Norwich decide to do something. Um, uh, Watford, but, uh, you mean? I think. For, sorry, yeah, Watford decides to do something. Um, I think for both sides, it, they're both looking at this and probably thinking we could really do with getting a win here because they're probably going to be rivals down the bottom end of the league. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're going to be right. This is this is a classic six pointer, um, but you know, uh, Sheffield United come into this with not too much pressure. I mean, they'll be they'll be right up for it, and they'll think they can win. But you know, there's not all the pressures on Watford. If they get turned over against Sheffield United at home, um, the alarm bells are going to be ringing massively if they're not already. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, alarm bells will definitely be ringing for uh, Watford if they don't get anything out of this. So, um, we'll look towards Liverpool-Leicester then. One of the other three o'clocks. Liverpool 4-9, to nine, Leicester 6-1. to one. That's a big price for Leicester. And the draw 15-4. to four. Uh, Personally, I don't trust Liverpool enough, considering how good Leicester have been this season. I don't trust them enough to say Liverpool will definitely get the win here, even though they are at home. I do think both teams will get on the score sheet. That price is three to four. Uh, seven of the last eight meetings between these two sides have been both teams to score. Not only that, we've seen how good Leicester have been going forward. The last two games, they've won on aggregate 9-0. That's 5-0 against Newcastle, 4-0 against Luton. Um, and Liverpool, we've seen them in midweek, they conceded three against um, Red Bull Salzburg. You know, their defence has been nowhere near as tight as it was last season. So there's definitely the potential for Leicester to capitalise on that and at least get on the score sheet. Yeah, you would expect a lot more from this Liverpool defence. Uh, obviously, yes, it is missing Alisson and Adrian is a clear you know, downgrade. Um, but largely to say, you know, to Trent Alexander-Arnold, Van Dyke, Matip, Robertson, you can almost name it, you know, they're almost household names now, uh, that back four, do you know what I mean? That that unit is very recognisable. You'd expect them to, to be doing a bit better. Uh, I think Klopp will be taking this very seriously as well. Um, I think both teams to score, obviously, is what I have down here. Um, that's the best bet for me. Um, also, I think you can go uh, over 2.5 goals. Uh, that's 8 to 13. So that one as well. Uh, I, think, I think regardless, Tom, this will be a cracking game. I'd be shocked yeah, to the agree. core. If, I'd be shocked to the core if this isn't first on match of the day, put it that way. Yeah, me too. Um, anything else you'd like to look off from the 3 o'clock? So, well, we're just left with Burnley Everton. Anything there? Uh, siding with the home side, uh, again, not the strongest tip. Uh, Everton have been really poor recently in general for me. Um, and a uh, obviously on the road as well, they, they haven't picked up a single point yet. Uh, sorry, a single win yet. And they've only scored one goal on the road. I am very worried about Everton. Um, for me, I'd, I'd be siding with Burnley. I know they're not perfect, but 
even they've only lost one home game this season so far, and that was to Liverpool. And you know they're the champions of Europe. Let's not forget. So no disgrace. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'd be siding towards Burnley, fifteen to eight. Air of caution, but fifteen to eight. I'd go home side if I had to. Yeah, Everton have conceded the first goal in four of the last five Premier League games as well. So uh, they've not been starting games well. Um, and if you're going to go on the back foot at a place like Turf Moor, it can definitely be tricky to uh, get yourself back into the game. Anything you like look off from West Ham Palace? 5.30? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I'm always wary of Palace. I don't see him as these kind of whipping boys there. At home, they're good on the break. They're probably, for me, the best equipped out of nearly every side in the bottom half to play away from home. They've got so much pace, haven't they? Uh, so much attacking intent. I, I don't know. You? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know which way to call this, to be honest. West Ham doing well, though. Sat in fifth. Sunday. Anything you'd like to look off here? We've got Arsenal, Bournemouth, Man City, Wolves, Southampton, Chelsea. They're all playing playing at two o'clock what ridiculous scheduling yeah sort it out Sky bloody hell do you think this is just going to be Arsenal City Chelsea there's your yeah. treble Bosch I honestly I think you're going to get all fa- all four favourites here and I know that sounds really boring I know it does and people want me to throw you know curveballs in there um, I've actually got a little Sunday treble Price for everyone. Uh, the Arsenal to beat Bournemouth, Man City to beat Wolves, Chelsea to beat Southampton, and Manu to beat Newcastle. Ten pounds on returns fifty-five, so uh, just over four point five to one. And for me, Arsenal will beat Bournemouth relatively comfortably. Man, Wolves are not the same as last year. Man City will steamroll them. Uh, Chelsea. So Tottenham will be, uh, sorry, Southampton will be right up for this, but I am fully on the Frank Lampard train. Uh, I honestly really believe in the project he's got there. Um, they got their first away Champions League win in midweek, which was massive for them. And Man United, Newcastle, as bad as United are for a Man United side, they're not a Newcastle. <laughs> they'll, they'll win that game. I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Joe, you know what I wouldn't back your tra- your treble fourfold, whatever you've picked out. I would not put Manu anywhere near. I would not no? put Manu anywhere near it. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is part of the mafia, the betting mafia. He's corrupt. <laughs> this guy. For, take for example, um, Thursday night's Europa League game away at Alkmaar, drew nil nil. I know they haven't been playing like Pogba, Rashford didn't play from the start. Martial's injured, but come on, this is Manchester United. They've still got yeah. some very, very good players on that pitch. And they can't even get past Alkmaar in the Europa League anymore. It's it's so embarrassing how far they've fell. Um, they've been so unimpressive in the last five games. Ground out a win against Astana in the Europa League. Lost against West Ham. Beat Rochdale on penalties. Drew against Arsenal. Decent result. And then this draw against Alkmaar. It's so unconvincing. It's so poor. I'm not going anywhere near him. So who are you going for? Oh, my God. Make your point a little more, uh, a little clearer. Wow. That's some Tom Pipkin passion right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying. For me, mate, I, I just, this is United, right? Yes, they've been awful. 
they've fallen off. And when me and you were, were kids and growing up, United just battered everyone. And it's not the same. And it's not the same. And yes, they've been poor, mate. I completely get that. Completely get that. But ultimately, United are, whether you like it or not, they're going to finish top seven, top eight. Right? Whether you, whether you like it or not, that's where they're going to land because the cream generally rises to the top. And I'm not saying United have got the best team in the league. I mean, they will rise above teams like Newcastle come the end. United, um, this is a perfect game for them, for me. Newcastle coming off an absolute... And you're talking about embarrassing, right? You're, you're going off about Oli being embarrassed. Newcastle were an absolute shambles. A shambles away at Leicester. Isaac Hayden, absolute rush of blood, red card. Uh, tactics all over the place. Wingers that haven't scored in two seasons in Christian Atsu, etc. Muto is getting all the game time. Uh, Joe Linton uh, seems absolutely lost. For me, Newcastle uh, are in a right mess. An absolute mm. right mess. <laughs> so, for me, United will win this game. And yeah, they're not going to win 5 0. It's not going to be sexy, but I think they'll win. Newcastle are, are way too poor for anything else. Yeah, take your point, but I just wouldn't go anywhere near it. Take your point, but. Um, just going back to the Arsenal game, though. Uh, Arsenal Bournemouth. Arsenal 4 9 on the nose. I do think Aubameyang will score in this game. He's 8-13 to be any-time goal scorer. When a player is below evens to be an any-time goal scorer, I generally go off it. But this guy just seems to score week after week after week. Um, he's on a real run of form at the moment. And I think with Arsenal being at home against a Bournemouth, Bournemouth side who won't come and sit back, He'll get plenty of opportunities. I think he'll get on the score sheet. Yeah, agreed. Or uh, probably, you know, maybe just nestle behind Aguero and uh, and Kane for best striker in the league, probably. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, shall we move to the championship then? Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the champ. So for me, the championship is where most of the profit I think will be this weekend I don't know about yourself um, let's start with Nottingham Forest against Brentford who is pricing up Forest at home considering we're what fourth in the league against Brentford who are 15th why are we 15 to 8 nearly 2 to 1 at home when we're on such good form unbeaten in 9 why Why are we this price? We said it last week when we were away at Stoke. We got the win. We delivered. Same again this week. This time we're at home against a team who are better than Stoke. I'll give you that. But they're not on good form. Agreed. Agreed. Who is pricing this up? Forget that it's Forrest. It can be anyone. Rushton and Diamonds. I don't care. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I, I for one, mate, am more than happy to capitalise on it. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think you will, one, get Forrest on the nose. That's priced at uh, 15 to 8, as we said. 
I also think you'll get, if you want to be a bit more cautious about it, the double chance, forest or draw. That's one to two. So obviously much less value in that, but you do get that safety net of it being a draw as well. So either one should be a winner in my eyes. Yep. Agreed. Uh, let's move on to another team that is uh, sat very pretty. Uh, second place, Leeds United. Uh, they are playing against Millwall. Um, Leeds have not been perfect at home. Uh, they've only won two of five. Uh, they seem to have a problem turning kind of domination into points at home. But away from home, they've played five, won four and lost one. Uh, they go into the new den. Uh, they've got Millwall away. Millwall, for sure, definitely better at home. I completely understand, um, you know, the caution that may be coming with this one. Uh, but Millwall haven't won in any of their last eight. Um, the omen is with Millwall. Historically, this is a place that Leeds uh, struggle to uh, get a victory in. But for me, Millwall, they've played Luton. A poor Huddersfield side. They've played QPR. They've played Blackburn, Hull, Oxford, Middlesbrough, and haven't got wins against any of them in their last eight. Um, so for me, it's a it's a a big cause for concern. Leeds are a damn sight better than every team that I've just read out. Um, and Leeds coming off, you know, they they struggled, didn't they? They they got beat away at Charlton, but responded back with, you know. Uh, 1-0 win over West Brom, which was huge for them. And on the road, they, apart from that Charlton game, they've been they've been flawless. They've beat Barnsley away, and they've beat Stoke away, they've beat Wigan away, and they've beat Bristol City away. For me, Leeds are the clear favourites for a reason. Uh, they're 4-6, which is typically a better price than you get for Leeds, actually. Um, and yeah, I would, I'd be going for the Whites all day here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, another team I think should definitely win on Saturday is Bristol City. They're at home to Reading. Bristol City seventh in the league. Reading twenty first, two points away from Barnsley, who occupy that final relegation spot. Reading started pretty well. Um, they got a couple of wins in the first few games. George Puskas looked like a world beater. Since then, yeah. it's all gone downhill. It's all gone off the rails. They've not kept a clean sheet in the last seven games. They've not won in six. That's losing five out of those last six games. Um, Bristol City, on the other hand, the home side, they're on a strong run of form. They've not lost in eight games. Now, they are drawing too many. I think that's a fair criticism to level at them. But against a team as uh, whose confidence is as shot as Reddings is, they should have more than enough quality to put them away comfortably and uh, continue their unbeaten run and continue to push towards those playoff and automatic promotion spots. Yep. All right, cool. Let's talk about a team that, you know, we don't typically tip on the podcast, to be honest. Uh, this is Preston. Uh, Preston North End, uh, they always seem to go under the radar, always. They're probably just not the most fashionable club, that's all. Um, but there's nothing wrong with that. They're sat in sixth, so they're above a damn sight of other, damn sight a lot of other teams. Um, at home they've been immaculate uh, to a point this season played 5, won 4, drew 1 lost 0 uh, scored 13 goals as well in those 5 games 
Barnsley on the road uh, played 4-1-0, drew one, lost three. Uh, they've been really poor on uh, the road this season. Barnsley down in 22nd. Uh, Barnsley haven't won in any of their last 10 games. It started off really well um, with that victory over Fulham. But if you isolate that, um, they, you know, their, their season has been a disaster so far. Um, they would actually be a second bottom um, if it wasn't for that victory. And for me, this is going to be a very routine Preston win. Uh, Deepdale is one of the hardest places to go, I think, this season. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree with that. Um, Preston, yeah, very good. You know, they've threatened, haven't they, getting in the playoffs for a few seasons now. This could be the season. Yeah. Really lost could Callum be. Robinson as well, Tom, remember. They lost their best player. And, and they're, course, still, yeah. they're still right up there. So fair play to them. Do it. Alex Neal's doing a great job. Yeah, uh, another team who lost their best player, uh, but still doing a great job. That's Swansea. They're at home to Stoke. I know we're quite down on Swansea after they cost the bomb-proof treble uh, last weekend. But, you know, I back anybody to beat Stoke, especially at home. Uh, Swansea are evens to get the victory here. I say this every week, but it's unbelievable that Nathan Jones is still in the job. Um, he's been beaten twice since we last recorded a podcast against Forest and against Huddersfield. They're still bottom of the league, still don't have any more points, yet he's still there and the board have given him their backing. Fair play, but if it carries on, it's only ending one way and that's with Stoke in League One. Um, I don't think they're going to have any success whatsoever at the Liberty Stadium uh, this weekend. Swansea have been so-so with their form recently, but they've won three of their five home games this season, uh, drawing one, losing the other, and Stoke are just so poor, winless all season. I, I really can't see them going to Swansea and getting their first win. No. Um, I am, I'm not kind of, uh, you know, Stoke are going down as of yet. Um, I, I think they'll turn it around to a point and I think they'll probably finish around 17th to 18th. Um, so I, I get where the Stoke board are coming from. There's, you know, there's enough, there's enough in the team in there and you, you know, you, you can do the chopping and changing or you can believe in someone and they're believing in someone. And do you know what? We cry out for managers to have more time or a lot. And this is what's happening. And I hope for Stoke and Nathan Jones that it does turn around. However, yeah. it's definitely not this weekend. <laughs> it, it's not. No. It's not. Let's be honest. It's not this weekend. Um, they'll have their eye on other fixtures. This is a bit of a free hit for them. Then at the weekend after that, they play Fulham. Um, so it probably won't be that weekend <laughs> after that they go away to Sheffield Wednesday so it probably won't be that weekend uh, no. we've got West Brom so probably won't be that weekend and then you're into <laughs> then you're well into mid-November <laughs> hmm. yeah when is it going to come? Uh, they've played Barnsley on the 9th of November so right. maybe then there you go That's yeah maybe then home or away it's a, Actually, it's a way, I think. Do you know why it doesn't even matter? Who knows? But anyway, uh, for me, Tom, I'm done. Championship-wise, I'm I'm finished. 
Yeah, we've uh, got a lot out of that. Plenty we like in the championship this weekend. So let's move on to League One. Uh, who do you have? I don't bloody know, Tom. I fancy anyone on this bloody fixture list. It's tough, isn't it? Um, I do think that Oxford will probably be Accrington Stanley. Oxford are priced at 5-4 to four for the win. Um, they've won four out of the last five games. They've not conceded a goal in those five games. So they beat Gillingham 3-0, West Ham 4-0, Lincoln 6-0 in the last three games. So absolutely rolling teams over. That West Ham result particularly impressive in the EFL Cup. Um, I think if they continue their current form, where they're scoring plenty of goals, keeping things tight at the back, they should have way too much to beat Accrington. Yeah, yeah, the a hundred percent. Oxford, <laughs> very, very kind of the form, the form team in the last couple of games, anyway, in uh, in League One, aren't they? So definitely yeah. something worth keeping yeah. an eye on. Um, let's talk about both teams to score. Um, Wickham, Peterborough. Didn't even have to do any research on this one. As soon as I seen this, <laughs> I wanted to tip it. Uh, eight to 13. Um, obviously, I did do my research, profit chasers. Don't worry. Eight to 13, both teams to score. Two sides that have been explosive so far this season. Uh, the Peterborough front three, uh, well, the trio, I, they don't necessarily all play up front together. Um, Mo Isa. Uh, eight and ten. Ivan Tony, eight and ten. Marcus Madison, six and ten. Some incredible figures going on there. Um, Wickham are a bit more spread out. Uh, they've actually got eight different scorers. Uh, Onya Dinma uh, with four and eight is showing that he is probably too good to be at Wickham. No disrespect. Um, always goals when these uh, teams are involved as well. Five of the last six meetings between these two have been over 2.5 goals um, and both teams to score. So lots of goals expected. The nature of these two sides as well. Um, you know that there's going to be plenty of goals. If you want to do over 2.5, it's 8 to 11. And like I said, both teams to score 8 to 13. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, a price that is huge but carries risk is Ipswich oh, to win it. away at Fleetwood. Yeah, Ipswich to win at Fleetwood. 11 to 5. So they're over 2 to 1 for the league leaders to get the victory uh, away from home. They've won six of the last seven league games. They've taken to League One like a duck to water. And it's not just being reliant on James Norwood to score the goals as well. They've got goals spread all around the team, which is always a good sign. Uh, Fleetwood are in good form themselves. They currently occupy third in the league, so this is going to be a tough game. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying Ipswich are going to win this, but if you do fancy them, I just want to point out the price. Over 2-1 to one for Ipswich is very good. Yeah. It is really good. They've yeah, they've been really impressive, aren't they? And you know, honestly, sometimes a club needs a relegation to kind of rebirth it. Uh, you know, Ipswich they got in the playoffs, didn't they? Quite a few years ago, and it didn't quite happen. And then they kind of have had season after season of getting beaten, and sometimes getting relegated is it's almost like a reset button. 
really. And everyone just goes, right, well, you know, we're in a new league with new opponents and now we're the big fish. So, you know, let's just see what we can do. So, yeah, um, again, as you mentioned, big price, definitely an element of risk, but uh, something that's uh, something that's very enticing. Let's talk about Sunderland. Now, Sunderland, um, you know, if, if they need a little bit of a reset, but unfortunately they've had two relegations and it doesn't seem to have uh, clicked in for them. Uh, Lincoln City. Wow, oh, wow. Lincoln. Um, Tom, you remember when we were talking about Lincoln? You know, we were apologising, weren't we? We said to the, the profit chasers in our season preview, you know, Lincoln are priced third favourites or whatever, and we were laughing our heads off. Then we went to apologising because they were starting off fantastically. And now they haven't won in any of their last seven. They've lost their joint managers uh, to Huddersfield. And they've got Sunderland coming to town. Typically, Lincoln better at home. Uh, but you have to remember some of these results were whilst the Cowley brothers were in charge. Uh, their last league game uh, was a 6-0 defeat, as Tom mentioned, to Oxford at home. Alarm bells are ringing. Sunderland are obviously classic 1-1. Uh, that's the Jack Ross joke that everyone's kind of carrying right now. Uh, but they have managed to string together a good run. Uh, they are unbeaten in their last five games in all competitions. Away from home, they've beaten Sheffield United in the Carabao Cup. Um, so, you know, recently they've got some decent form, uh, beat Accrington, uh, drew to a much improved Bolton. Sunderland don't inspire me all that much, but 11 to 8, I honestly think that they can be the kind of the vultures and pick on the bones of the deceased in, uh, in Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good price. And Lincoln are a weird one, aren't they? Because they've got Michael Appleton in who has already proven himself to be a very very capable manager at League One level when he was at Oxford a few seasons ago. You know, he did, he did very well there, took them to the fringe of the playoffs. Um, so I do think they will probably pick up, but confidence is very low at the moment. Um, and I think Sunderland, who are always good for a goal, will definitely get something out of the game. If you fancy that old first team to score market, which we brought up last week. Sunderland are 4-5 to five to get the first goal. I mention this because Lincoln have conceded first in all of the last six games. So if it goes to form, it should happen again. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm not sure that there's anything else that I really like the look of in League One, to be honest. No, I agree. Right, in that case, let's move to League Two. Yes, please. Let's do so. Uh, you want to get <laughs> where, started? Where, to be honest, it's a very similar story. <laughs> yeah, that, hence why I, um, uh, I chucked that on you nice and early. You want to get started, Tom? Yeah, you did. After you, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that. Um, yeah, so there's not an awful lot which stands out to me as being a real banker that I really like to tip. Um, but... I do think you will get Cheltenham to get something from the game away at Oldham. Uh, Cheltenham are two to one on the nose. I'm looking at double chance, which is one to two. 
So that's for Cheltenham to either win or draw. They've not lost in the last five games of Cheltenham. That's four wins, uh, including games where they've won 4-2, 2-0, 3-2, 2-0. And a draw against Crew. Remember, Crew are currently second in the league, Cheltenham third. So that's a good draw against Crew. Um, and they play an olden side who don't really keep many clean sheets. They've not kept a clean sheet in each of the last seven games uh, at home. They've been so-so. They've won just one of their five home games this season. So I definitely think Cold, uh, Cheltenham can get something from the game. But one to two is not the best price, but it should come in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, not exactly um, you know, going to make you a millionaire, is it? Um, but yeah, I, I agree with the tip. It's one that I had wrote down. Um, okay, let's move on to, I mean, Tom, if I could give you, right, let's say you're, you're a League Two manager, okay? Yeah. You get to pick any fixture that you want. What are you, who, are you, who are you playing? And are you playing home or away? I probably play t- at the moment. Uh, probably Morecambe. Thank you. Perfectly set up. I honestly, we haven't rever- rehearsed that profit chases. I honestly, Pipkin, you set me up perfect. If you are in League Two right now, the perfect game is Morecambe at home. Uh, we're looking at Port Vale against Morecambe. Morecambe have been flirting with relegation for season after season. They've got the longest-serving EFL manager in Jim Bentley, but they haven't won in the last 10 games, and it is looking increasingly likely that this season could be the one where they drop. Amazingly, they are not in the bottom two right now. That's largely down to Scunthorpe and uh, Stevenage being as hopeless as they've been. Uh, Port Vale priced at four to six. Port Vale are what I like to call absolutely bang average. Uh, played 11, won three, drew five, lost three. Crucially, unbeaten at home, which is where this game is. Uh, played five, won three, drew two. So unbeaten at home. Uh, Morecambe, they have picked up a victory on the road somehow. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but for me, Morecambe, the perfect tonic, the perfect team that you want to play. And for me, Port Vale, four to six, decent price. Oh, yeah, definitely Morecambe is so poor. They are the favourites to get relegated from League Two, uh, two to one to go down. They are crap. Honestly, I am struggling with tipping other things confidently. So I'm happy to draw a line here. That's the key word, right? The key word is confidently. We can we can definitely tip some other teams if people want us to go through and you know throw hail marys out there, but that's not what we're about. Quality over quantity. That's right. Um, so let's stop there then and look yeah. through last week's bombproof trebles in a little bit more detail and bring you this week's ones. So. To start off with my one, I had the Friday night fixture, Forest against Stoke. Forest on the double chance, uh, they won, so that one came in. He also had Liverpool to be winning half, at half-time in the Sheffield United game, and as you probably all know, it was actually goalless at half-time. 
And finally, I had QPR West Brom to be both teams to score. And God knows how, considering the stats beforehand, but it finished 2-0 to West Brom. <laughs> I, I ain't got a clue how that happened. West Brom love conceding, QPR love scoring and conceding. And yeah, amazing. Uh, mine the game was, this I, season where West Brom have kept a clean sheet. Oh, jeez. Oh, give me strength. <laughs> My God. Um, okay. Mine, as we all know, was absolutely agonising. Um, I had Swansea, as we all know. Um, and on the Saturday, to beat Reading, they conceded 95th minute to draw 1-1. You also had Ipswich to beat Tranmere. They did so. They smashed them 4-1. And it was already dead and buried at this stage, but Leicester just made it that little bit worse by winning 5-0 against Newcastle. Um, the joint treble, we had Ipswich and Leicester, and we also had the QPR, West Brom, both teams to score legs. So, unfortunately, no winners this time round. Um, if you are new to the show and you're wondering you know, what a bomb-proof treble is, uh, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our knowledge, research, uh, general good feelings into trebles that we recommend that you back. Hopefully, we all jump on the same tips uh, and we can all bash the bookies together. Tom, take it away, my friend. What do you have for the Profit Chasers this week? Okay, so for my treble this week, we're going to start in the Premier League with Norwich to win at home to Aston Villa, 13-10. Then we're going to drop to the Championship, Bristol City to beat Reading, that's Evans, and finally Nottingham Forest to either win or draw against Brentford, that's 1-2. to two. Uh, The treble pays 5.9-1, to one, so a £10 example stake will pay £69 back. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I like two legs. I'm still not convinced by Norwich. Um, I, I, I mean, I hope they win, of course. You know, I want the treble to, to win. But for me, I'm, I'm just not convinced by it, Tom, in all honesty. Just Villa, there's something about it. Yeah, your other two legs, I couldn't agree anymore. All right, so uh, for myself, I am going to start in the championship. I'm going to go for Swansea at home to Stoke. Um, they are priced at evens. I'm going to go all down into League One, and we're going to go for the Wickham-Peterborough game um, as both teams to score. That one is priced at 8-13, to 13, and we are going to go for Port Vale. Port Vale, probably a uh, bomb-proof treble debut for them, uh, home to Morecambe, uh, 4.38-1. to 1. So £10 on returns, 53.80. Yeah, nice. Uh, I had Port Vale a few weeks ago and they didn't win when I needed them to. So hopefully this is their oh, chance okay. for redemption. All right, not a debut <laughs> then, maybe a, a second debut. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's, that's good. Hopefully Swansea. This is kind of like the redemption treble, isn't it, for you? So... We've got Port Vale, who have previously lost as a treble. We've also got Swansea, who lost as a treble last weekend. Yeah. So two teams who, you know, we're counting on them again to do the business, to redeem themselves. So hopefully yeah. they can pull through and do it for us. But um, on paper, yeah, on paper, it looks good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, let's do a joint treble. Uh, I think it's fair to say we're not going to have Norwich, if that's okay with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Cool. Um, All right. Bristol City, I definitely think, should go on it. All right, let's have Bristol City, and then because we're both Forest fans, let's have Forest as well. Yeah, okay. And And also, I genuinely think they'll win, never mind double chance. Um, right, okay. And for me, <laughs> I like Port Vale, to be honest. I like Port Vale. Are you going to let me have them or are you going to get a bit bit upset with that? Um, No, because Morecambe are absolutely terrible. They're awful, man. They're, and Port Vale are unbeaten at home. So I'm hoping yeah. the two of those together. Okay, so are you going to price that up? Yeah, I'll just press that up for us now. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But uh, yeah, just to reiterate, Profit Chasers, we're going to go for Bristol City. Uh, they are at home to Reading. We're going to go for Forest, double chance, at home to Brentford. And we're going to go for Port Vale to beat Morecambe. And that pays... The nice round figure of four to one. Oh, lovely. Four to one, really? Hmm. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. I thought it might be a bit tighter than that. Um, let's talk about fancy football, Tom. Uh, yeah, uh, poor week. Poor week. Again. It's just about the most depressing part of the show. It is. When you're doing bad, it's so... I just don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm 84th. No, 81st in the league. At least it's higher than you. I did really... <laughs> honestly, I got, again, the most frustrating thing. I got the green arrow to say, like, you know, yeah. you've overtaken people. I've gone up to 174th. So <laughs> it it's, wow. looks great. It looks great when you see the, the green arrow. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty depressing, yeah. to be honest. Uh, so we've got 207 teams in the league. Darren Venn is still top. Uh, Jason Jarrett is only six points behind, though. Then Edward, Edward Ridout, Ridu, 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 Nathan Brunskill, Dan Lynch, Sean McCarthy, Kyle Fitzgibbon, Steve Jones, Niall McNally, Callum Lang. They're the top 10. Uh, 467 points is the total to beat if you want to dethrone Darren at the top of the league, it's a it's a pretty big score, that isn't it? Yeah, I couldn't um, be any I, I couldn't be any further away, bloody hell. <laughs> I think we could play for another three game weeks and still probably not be ahead of him. Yeah, easy. But uh, yeah, if you have a team, you're not in the league, we'll put the league code in the podcast description and to give it to you on social media. So you can join the league. You'll go in your rightful place. You'll also get a £20 free bet at the end of the season if you are top of the league. So currently, the 20 quid's going to Darren. Take it off him, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mug him off. Take it. Uh, but yeah. In all serious, guys, uh, fancy football, great bit of fun, as is social media. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so. T underscore FB podcast is our Twitter handle. Uh, alternatively, we're on Facebook as well. Our page is www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. 
And you can also email us at footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com with any season-long sponsorships that you guys may be hiding up your sleeves. Cough, cough. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, please do. If you have enjoyed the show, though, guys, we'd really appreciate a rating or a review uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. So if you want a bit of money from the tips, even if you're not back back in the bomb-proof trebles, um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Yes, we would. Yeah, we really, really would. So uh, that's it, I think, for this week. Yeah, that's all. Uh, so we will be taking a break next week, guys, for the international break. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks' time for the start-up of the Premier League Championship, League One, League Two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we will be doing so. So thank you again for... Um, tuning in and we look forward to uh, connecting again good luck on your bets this weekend absolutely see you later guys